listeners, and welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 Podcast. I'm your host, Chuck Peters, and we are so glad to have you back. Today, I am with a, a good friend from our kids' publishing team, Mr. Tim Pollard. Hey, Tim. Hey, Chuck. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing very well. Good. Well, welcome to the podcast. Thank We're glad you. to have you here. We are going to be talking about Bible skills today. Uh, we know that you know, as we survey the church, we look around at the condition, and there are many adults who, who are lacking in Bible skills. And uh, we have a burden as those who lead kids uh, about the condition of our children and what they're learning. And so Bible skills matter. Is that right? Absolutely, Bible skills matter. Well, we are going to get to that in a few minutes. But first, this is always my favorite part is the but first. Because, <laughs> you, you know, when you get to any kind of a show or anything and they throw a but first in there, it's going to be something good. So but first, Tim, I don't know if you are aware of this, but we have started doing a little thing on the podcast called Little You. Okay. So we want to learn a little bit about little you. We all work with kids, and they're young, and they're small. Maybe, just maybe one of our listeners has a young Tim Pollard in their Sunday school right now. Most and likely. so we want to find out what you were like as a kid, because who knows what that might tell us about you and what we're about <laughs> to talk about and how that shaped who you are. So when you were a kid, Tim, this uh-huh. is the hard part for me because it's not scripted, right? We're completely right. off. Did you know this was coming? No. Nope. See, I didn't prep you. No, I didn't, you didn't warn you. That's okay. It's always best if you just have it from the cuff. Sure. So here's what I'd like to know. Now, you and I are of the same generation. And so when we were kids, Saturday morning was the morning right. to be a kid, right? Because we didn't have Cartoon Network and no. stuff all day, all week. We didn't have that. So my question for you, mm-hmm. when you were little, when you were a kid... What was that Saturday morning like at your house for you? Saturday morning for me was a lot of fun because we didn't have the Cartoon Network. So all of my life I've been an early riser. Um, We lived way out in the country. I didn't have a lot of chores to do before the sun rose, but there still were some of those out there. Um, Saturday mornings, uh, most of the time, I would wake up long before the sun came up because that's what I did during the week when school was. So I'd sit in front of the television, and I would watch the test pattern. Oh, the (laughs) I was going to say, what would you watch? The Because there wasn't anything else on. You were up early. I was up early, yes. Um, And then eventually some cartoons would come on. Speed Racer. Yes. I know you're familiar with that. Good one. Let's see, what were some of the other great ones? There was a purple Ape, what was his name? Oh, Grape Ape. Uh, Grape Ape. Grape Ape. I was going to yes. say McGilla Gorilla, but that was yeah, a whole different no. ape. Grape Ape. Yeah, yeah. Grape Ape was good. <laughs> Speed Buggy was a good one. Yeah, there were some good cartoons. And of then, course, go ahead. Then we'd have to go out and collect the chicken eggs and have some breakfast and go on about the day. And so um, how many siblings did you have? I have two siblings, an older and a younger. So you're the middle kid. I'm a middle child. So did you feel an identification with Peter Brady at any point in time? (laughs) Were you the Peter of your family? (laughs) Did you have any middle child uh, issues as a kid? Not really. I was the perfect son. You weren't the one that got left the church and the people didn't know you were there? (laughs) Only once. (laughs) <laughs> All right, and now you have some children of your own. I do, and Tell- I've left them at church. Too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. What goes around comes around. Uh, well, we are going to talk today about some Bible skills. And so we know that boys and girls can develop Bible skills beginning at a really young age. Absolutely. Um, and parents and teachers play a really active part in helping kids with these skills. 
So as we talk today, we're going to dive in a little bit to what can we do? What should we watch for? What do we need to be aware of? And where might we head? Where might we head? Uh, <laughs> so for those, Tim, let me introduce you a little bit more formally. So listeners, Tim Pollard uh, is the publishing team leader for Explore the Bible Kids uh, and leads that team, creating our uh, wonderful Explore the Bible uh, line of curriculum here at Lifeway Kids. Tim also teaches third graders at his church and, so, and, and is a dad. And so he's not only actively involved in creating content as part of his work, he is actually involved in ministering in that content as a teacher and as a parent. And so Tim has, uh, has great insight that we want to tap into today. So the Explore the Bible resource mm-hmm. has a strong connection with Bible skills. It does. Does it not? Can you tell us a little bit about that connection? How are the two connected? Sure. Um, well, since Bible skills are so important, um, when we began to think about Explore the Bible and what that really meant— Um, just even taking the title. I mean, we're exploring the Bible. Um, So that's our beginning place. That's where we start. We start with God's Word, and we are going to explore what God's Word teaches us. Um, So we have a a resource that kind of helps guide leaders and parents uh, to be able to identify what are some of those skills that might be important for boys and girls to know. Um, And that document is called Bible Skills for Kids, and it's a great resource that just kind of lays out topically from younger preschool to older kids, uh, what are some elementary-focused Bible skills that boys and girls really need to be working on to help them understand God's Word and know God's Word? So what we do is we take that resource and we tie it into the curriculum piece that we're using. Uh, So each week in Explore the Bible, boys and girls, our leaders are given some of those Bible skills that we're really going to focus on during those particular sessions. So here's some Bible skills. Here's how we're going to implement them in there in that uh, curriculum piece each week and help the teachers be able to um, focus more on helping boys and girls understand God's Word. Great, great. So listeners, if you are looking for a resource to teach from that is informed by Bible skills and biblical literacy and the importance of those things, Explore the Bible Kids is something you should definitely check out, and you can find uh, free preview samples of that at uh, lifeway.com slash kids, where you'll see the Explore the Bible icon. You can click on that and find more information. But we want to talk about these skills overall, because whether you teach Explore the Bible or not, it's extremely important for us as parents and leaders to be informed about biblical literacy in kids and what we can do. So, uh, Tim, tell us a bit. uh, We talked about Bible skills. What are they? Why why are they important? Um, Bible skills are important because um, God's Word is living and active. Um, It gives us guidance. It gives us um, help in times of trouble. Um, All of those things come from God's Word. So Bible skills are important because Once we understand what God's Word is all about, then we can kind of use God's Word to help us in situations like that. So the more familiar we can become with God's Word through practicing these Bible skills, uh, the more important God's Word becomes to us. Uh, So that's really kind of why we want to help boys and girls to be able to use the Bible in a way that's uh, profitable for them and can help to teach them valuable truths um, and give them great comfort in times of, of trouble. So 
So what are, practically speaking, what are some of the Bible skills that are covered in Bible skills for kids? Okay, well, and they start just even with the elementary, most basic ones, that the Bible is a book, um, and it's, it's a book of books. So there's 66 books in the Bible, and the Bible is split into two parts, an Old Testament, which tells stories about um, creation and what happened before Jesus lived on the earth. And then the second part is the New Testament. And those are stories about Jesus's life and things that happened after Jesus returned to heaven. So that very basic and very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it can get as deep as uh, boys and girls uh, memorizing scripture and helping them to understand why those verses are so important and what those verses truly mean in a life that's following Christ. So, And so it sounds like, which I know to be true, so I'll lead you with this. Okay. It sounds like there are different Bible skills that we look to apply at different age levels as kids grow. Absolutely. And the way the chart is laid out, um, if, if people look at that, um, you have a younger preschool, older preschool, younger kids and older kids. And each of those has a skill that they're working on at an age appropriate level. So babies and toddlers can be working on the same skill as older kids in a particular week they would just be focusing on it in a in an age specific way Um, so yes they build upon each other so we build the foundation first and then we build on top of the foundation great and i'm not sure we've mentioned where people can find the bible skills for kids document Mm -hmm. can you tell us where we would find that Uh, how we get that you can download that off of the website Uh, they're available for purchase at the bookstore you can buy them in packs of 10 uh, so every classroom can have one Uh, teachers would be able to use those just to kind of be able to guide their discussion uh, during the day Um, and even if there's not a bible skill that we've mentioned that they want to jump in on they feel free to they go can right ahead jump and do right that. in. And I believe that there's a the website for that. There's a direct website that's lifeway.com slash Bible skills for kids. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit long to type in the first time, but once you type it in, your computer should remember that for you, your browser, and get you back there quickly. Lifeway.com slash Bible skills for kids, where you can read the Bible skill uh, uh, specifics that Tim is talking about and find access to downloadables and documents that you may want to get. Um, so, Bible skills really then speak to the ability of kids to, to use their Bibles. Mm-hmm. Um, what can we do as kids leaders and even as parents? But let's start with kids leaders. Okay. Most of our listeners are kids leaders right. in the church. What can we do uh, to help develop kids in this way so that they don't grow up and leave our kids ministry biblically illiterate? Sure. One of the ways that we can do that is just to provide the resources for leaders to be able to do it in the churches. Um, so... You need to make yourself available to those resources um, and just start simply. Uh, it's not a hard process. Um, you, you can kind of gauge where your boys and girls are in your particular class. Uh, how are their Bible skills? I teach third graders. You've already mentioned that. We have some kids in my third grade class who are lifelong church members. Um, so, you know, they've been using the Bible since they were babies and toddlers. Yes. Um, so they're fairly proficient, uh, but there are still Bible skills, simple Bible skills that we need to work on in our third grade class, even with those kids. Uh, but then you have other kids who come in who are every other week attenders, uh, maybe haven't been as faithful in church, aren't as familiar with the Bible. Um, so they require a little bit more help and assistance. So we just start simply. So find, find uh, where the boys and girls are and meet them where they are. 
So begin that way and then just build on that foundation, as I've already said. Um, you've, got, you've got that foundation laid and then you can build simply on top of it. Uh, one of the things that we like to do in our class um, is really focus on those Bible skills every week. Um, we're always in a different book of the Bible. Um, so we're, we're, you know, helping them to find those different books each week and, and to understand where those stories are and how they fit into God's grand narrative. And um, so we're just building on that foundation, continuing to do that. And, and then just be consistent about it. Um, you want to continue doing it. You don't want to just do it once and then forget about it because, yes. uh, as with everything else, um, you know, knowledge that we learned in, in school sometimes is, has disappeared mm. uh, because we don't use it uh, anymore. So, uh, and since Bible skills are so important, it is something that we want to use over and over and over again just to help to, to reinforce it. Yeah, great, great. And so the Bible skills document is really not something that you give to kids. Right. No. This is something that informs us as leaders mm -hmm. that we can refer to. Great for people in different classrooms uh, to know that their first and second graders or their third and fourth graders maybe could be tracking on a certain skill that they that we can then introduce. But it's right. not it's not really a curriculum, right? This is no. really just a guide to help you as you lead kids. Correct. Uh, something that uh, just is near to my heart is is that idea of leaders in the classrooms using their own Bibles in front of kids. Absolutely. You know, when we teach, you know, it can be very easy to just print out the leader guide and the scripture is printed on the little piece of photocopy paper mm -hmm. and to read it off the page and to not really demonstrate to kids, this is the story from the Bible. Mm -hmm. And open up the, the word right there and show them, not from our phone, you know, although right. that's fine. But for the purpose of Bible skills, it's real important for kids to actually see the and, actual and book. Use the Bible. Yes. <laughs> and then if your kids don't have Bibles, it's a great idea to get them for them. Sure. Or make it easy for them to get them and encourage them to bring them to class. So those are just great ways to start. Yeah, and I would just say this. that my church just recently purchased brand new classroom Bibles. Yeah. Um, so, you know, every kid in there, even if they have their own Bible, um, now we have these nice classroom Bibles that we can use as well for those kids who don't have one, or just so everybody's using the same translation at the same time. It might make it a little easier sometimes for, yes. for well, them it's, to kind of follow along. Yeah, the, the timing of this discussion is is wonderful because we just recently released a research book done through Lifeway Research as Lifeway Kids that our leader, Jana Magruder, authored mm -hmm. called Nothing Less. And the, the point of this book, the research book, is – what are some childhood indicators of spiritually healthy adults? And as we surveyed parents and uh, adults about what sort of things did their kids do that led to them growing up and turning out good, mm -hmm. you know, not, not leaving the church, walking with the Lord in a, in a positive way, the number one thing that we discovered I don't want to give away the book. It's not a spoiler alert. You need to go get the book. Nothing less, everybody. It's a great Nothing read. Less. Really fascinating content about the things that are important influences on kids and the things that really aren't is also fascinating because I think we tend to spend a lot of time doing things that we think are a positive influence that turns out according to the research that we've done that they may not really be that important. But top of the list was Bible reading, time spent in the Word. And so the fact that kids need to have a close, personal, 
relationship with the Lord is we, we know that, but that comes and it grows through time in the Word. Absolutely. And so being comfortable with their Bible, what it is, how it works, how to use it, how to read it is so key. So, okay, we talked a bit about leaders and what we can do. What about parents? How can we help moms and dads with Bible skills at home? Well, they can do the same thing. Um, hey, it'd be great for those uh, ministry partners to go ahead and purchase some of those Bible skills for kids documents for their parents because uh, that's be a great resource for, for parents to be able to have as well as they're leading their family devotions. Um, that would be something that they could highlight uh, to use as those Bible skills. Um, I just say for parents, just do it, Um, you know, and it doesn't have to be hard either Um, during your family devotion times or even at random times. um, My kids both were involved in Bible drill this year uh, at our church. So, uh, you know, it was fun just to make them go grab their Bibles and find the book of Amos. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's great. Just at, you know, at random times during the day uh, because, well, first they wanted to do it, but <laughs> but it was fun for us just to, to be able to just implement those Bible skills um, at different times during the day. But family devotion time really is a good time to be able to do that. Um, you've got your Bible there. It would be a great time for you to kind of reinforce some of those things and just to, to keep it in the forefront of your family's mind. A lot of families are intimidated potentially about mm-hmm. the the idea of conducting a family devotion. Do you have some tips that might help us help moms and dads, you know, not feel like this is a such an insurmountable thing that they can't achieve? Sure. How, how do we how might we set them up as leaders to set parents up for success? Absolutely. And and what I would say is that the easiest thing for families to do as far as family devotion is uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be sitting around the kitchen table with your Bible spread out. You know, your family devotion could be in the car on your way to the soccer field. Um, You've got that captive audience. You have some time to talk about spiritual things. Um, So it doesn't really have to be a pressured, I've got to... I've got to prepare a 20 minute sermon. We're going to read nine chapters. We're going to read nine chapters of the book of Numbers. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, it doesn't have to be scary. It, it can be a, just a, a general conversation uh, about spiritual things um, because that's the important part is keeping the spiritual in the front of your family. So it doesn't have to be regimented. It doesn't have to be, you know, uh, everybody has so to it can sit be down. Short. We can buckle our seat belts on the sofa and you're not going to move for the next hour. Yes, it can be short. Uh, you know, you just take the time that you have. One of the things that I like to do is, you know, uh, when I put the kids to bed is just talk to them about their day and talk to them about, you know, because anything that really happens during their day uh, can kind of make an impact on a, a spiritual aspect of life. Um, so there are spiritual things that you can talk about based on what happened at school or based on what happened at the park or based on, you know, uh, what happened at drama practice this afternoon, Um, because that's a, that word has several meanings. (laughs) So drama practice is a lot of fun. (laughs) Yes. There's sometimes drama in drama. (laughs) So ultimately, the goal is to help kids get comfortable with their Bibles. Yes. So as we, as we near the end of our time together, I, I feel compelled to ask you about 
helping kids find Bibles. So we mentioned the idea of, you know, classroom Bibles mm-hmm. is a great thing to have. But if I really need to get, you know, when I think of my Bible, mm-hmm. that's a very personal thing, right? It's, right. We each have our own. We know what it feels like. There's a, there's a certain thing that it's, it's, you almost develop a relationship with that book, yeah. right, in a good way. When choosing a Bible for kids, either for moms and dads or for leaders, do you have some tips and advice on how to select a Bible that might be a good match if a child doesn't have one of their own? Sure. Uh, one of the things that I would suggest is finding what we would call a kid's study Bible. So it would have notes in there. Uh, it would have pictures. It would have maps. It would have other teaching helps uh, that would give kids a way um, just to make it a little more personal for them. Um, help them to really understand what, what the Scripture is talking about. Um, so, And those come in a variety of different um, designs. Um, you can go to your LifeWay bookstore and check those out. Uh, check out the website. There's plenty of them available out there that have uh, good, colorful mm-hmm. graphics. I know um, some are designed for boys and some for girls. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so they can really they can really personalize their Bible and make it make it their own. Great, great. Well, thank you, Tim. We sure. so appreciate you being here. Listeners, thank you. And I want to leave you with just a couple uh, reminders of URLs that you might visit at the end of this discussion. So to find out more about the Bible skills document that Tim has been referring to, go to lifeway.com slash Bible skills for kids. That's where you'll find those materials available there for you. Whether or not you use any Lifeway resources, this Bible skills document is something that you can use as you lead your leaders in leading kids. And then if you are interested in looking for a curriculum resource that is tied directly to Bible skills for kids, please, please, please take a moment to go to lifeway.com slash kids. Look for Explore the Bible Kids. Click that icon and it will take you to a place where you can get free samples of the curriculum resource that Tim and his team create, Explore the Bible Kids. And we know that that is something that if you are passionate about Bible skills, you will love that resource. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, you, listeners. And join us again next time on the next episode of the LifeWay Kids Kids Ministry 101 podcast.